Hi, it's 420 somewhere. Welcome to Sex and Sativa with Alex. It's me, your favorite sex positive goddess, and I love lingerie. I don't know how often I mention that on this podcast, but I am obsessed with pretty lingerie. I love how they fit different bodies. I also love how they fit differently. I love how the colors just work on different skin tones. I love how the fabric sits or drape the body. And I just love how it makes me feel sexy. For me, myself and I, it's absolutely fascinating. And since I started picking up my lingerie myself, I've always had an extensive, sexy and appreciated lingerie collection. From lace and lycra panties, push-ups, balconets, t-shirt bras, the sexy silk baby dolls, and let's not forget the restrictive but definitely shapely corsets I love and I have them all. But even with my love for lingerie all the time, I find myself naked. Eight, 98% of the times I record my podcast alone. Well, if you know me in person, I'm, I'm sort of always naked, so that tracks. But I still appreciate lingerie. This is going to be one of my favorite episodes this season, I can already tell. So, it's going to be fun. It's the holiday season and welcome to my amazing podcast. My birthday was I it was okay. I sort of celebrated it how I wanted. But then afterwards I had like a depressive episode. So my mental health won Alex Zero. Anyway, thank you all for ignoring my birthday wish list. I absolutely felt the non-existent birthday wishes from this end. <laughs> um anyway, sure. I know this isn't the episode I promised. Um that was going to accompany my previous episode but i swear i tried the first time i record i recorded the fan requested episode it got lost due to me sort of like having phone issues so that fucked me up for like a hot minute and it kind of stopped me from recording because i wanted to do something fun so i thought to myself hmm alex a fun episode where i tackle details of the top five sexual experiences specifically my top five special anisha see i've had sex with a lot of people i've had lots of sex some of it has been well some of it has been interesting i mean i've had some mediocre sex and after some really hard realizations and truths um i've also realized i've had some coerced sexual experiences some deceptive and disappointing sexual experiences so i've had quite a lot under my belt i mean i speak about my sex life very extensively i remember like in season one i spoke about my sex life and details of my sex life a lot until somehow i decided that wasn't going to be enough to run a podcast so i switched it i switched it up um 
Honestly, I just assumed that when I was going to be ready to tackle my top five sexual experiences, it was going to be easy work, simple episode. I wouldn't even need to script so much. I'll just like pan out the details like, oh yeah, him, this, this. But now, in trying to actually sit down and script my top five sexual experiences off the top of my head, I found it incredibly difficult to just think of like three just three and i was finding my i can't even say it out loud it sounds somehow because what the actual fuck how am i finding it hard to pick my top five amazing what i'll call my best sexual experiences I mean, I, I, I must have been having lots of, like, back then, in the past, you know, prior to celebrate, no dick vagina, no dick in the vagina, Alex. I must have been having a lot of, like, performance-based sex that I wasn't even aware that I was performance, like, I was performing, I was performance-based. Like, I'd have incredible sex, or what I think would be incredible sex, men who like turn around and shame me for my libido or some of my sexual choices and so that kind of like takes them out of the running because what happens after sex also determines a lot about how you enjoy sex and the memories of that sex so it's just it's quite difficult and I'm just um if I'm being very honest I remember only two of the three experiences with which with fondness just just two and that sort of led me to start spiraling out i started like it started driving me nuts i'm overthinking everything at this point which is horrible for my anxiety but i am getting a better handle on how to you know coordinate shit in my head so i thought off the top of my head before i decide i'm no longer podcasting for the rest of the year what's something fun i love speaking about or something fun i enjoy talking about and lingerie i love talking about lingerie i love pretty underwear i am a little bit obsessed i love it all so i'm regaining control of my podcast and myself by talking about something fun Pretty underwear. I saw a post that um why is this question? By the way, I'm about to give up question, so pray for me. I'm not doing it for like some new year, new me shit, no. I want to take a break. I'm challenging myself. I feel like my self-discipline has been shot, so this is a way to kind of like shock me back into regaining this sort of self-discipline Alex used to be proud of. So I saw a post that sort of inspired this episode. Um, Not inspired this episode as much as um, informed the trajectory of this episode because you know when it comes to lingerie i can talk about lingerie for a very long time so when i thought lingerie i was like i want to streamline this so this episode is 
not just everywhere and doesn't seem chaotic and silly so this post sort of in, inspired slash informed this episode something about um burning all bras and freeing the tits from patriarchy and i just sort of like chuckled and laughed because Bring the tits from patriarchy. <clears throat> it just, it kind of like reminded me of this phrase. Those who forget their history are condemned to repeat it. Uh, uh, wait, chill. Okay. Actually, George Santayana said, those who cannot remember the past are condemned to repeat it. Karl Marx also said that history repeats itself, first as a tragedy and then as a farce, which sort of honestly applies to this whole free the tits from patriarchy and burn the bras and whatever. Because years back, I was bored and I was tripping on something. I can't remember what right now. And I, I spent an entire day reading about the history of undergarments it was fascinating because i went from um different centuries and greece and rome and different countries have their sort of evolution of how undergarments came to be all we know now as bra and panties you get so did you know that in ancient greek in ancient greece Greek women wore a form of bra that was just a band of cloth around their chest. There was one name it was called, but I feel I cannot pronounce it, so I'm not going to butcher it because I'm not trying to like piss anybody off, and also because that's just so nice. Uh, after the fall of Rome, women didn't wear panties until the 19th century. Did you also know that women wore corsets every day for 400 years until the 20th century when they were finally replaced by bras and girdles without including petticoats that were made of um, uh, cremoline fabric and corsets that were made of whalebone the first set of stockings were made of rayon in 1910 until 1935 when nylon stockings were sold for the first time because they wanted to switch up materials and shit the modern bra that we know right now came about in 1930 basically an invention made of two handkerchiefs joined by ribbons wonder bras joined in 1963 first off can i just say that while i just listed all these little two i would really enjoy a book on Africans evolution of underwear and undergarments because I mean don't get me wrong it's absolutely fascinating to learn how like all them England and Rome and Greece and how they did undergarments and shit like that but that's all abroad the climate is different so their undergarment needs are going to be vastly different from our undergarment needs in this part so I would I would love to, if you have any recommendations, any books, I would really, really love to read or you know any resources where I could go to just the history and evolution of undergarments, underwear in Africa. Because I feel like, you know, like, are we always, like, are we, like, doing commando more shit? And if so, like, how are we hacking pads? And, like, period time. I mean, I get that isolation would have been, like, occurring because, you know, 
but i really do think that if we look back at it there must have been really interesting ways people of the past fashion undergarments in africa because it'd be hot down here though so like i want to know i mean south africans have this thing where their tits are out like all the time it's just like beads and shit which would be cool so like does that mean we're always having tits out in these parts i mean that could track because then you know colonialism came and then they gave us clothes because we'd be savages to their eyes so that could actually track if that's why there's no real dare i say like history of undergarments the way other continents have because we be naked more in these parts and we've accepted our nakedness more although the savages vibe i hmm, i could buy that i just i really love this tangent <laughs> and, how, and how i um went off also like to my big breasted girlies like back then how did you all cope until 1940 because i don't have big breasts i've never wanted big breasts i've always wanted small boobs even the fact that i have something as a handful right now pisses me fuck off but we move thank heavens and my jeans for the body i have right now but i know that big breasted girlies get a lot of back pain like with their boobs and shit like and then working out and then doing just basically existing with big breasts can be quite exhausting is the general consensus pretty to look at but exhausting to maintain so like how are y'all coping without bras so like must there must have been something i'm just just fascinated also like rayon that was made of stockings wasn't exactly like the most breathable or sustainable material that they made with like panties and shit like that like how are women handling periods i'm curious because i i can't do right now without like i have specific period panties like every person or woman that does period right now has like their favorite period panties and what they enjoy wearing during their period because you all want to be comfortable so like how are they hacking periods back then like it's just very very wild to me the alternatives are not really that appealing so if you think back at it i don't get the pushback of bras nowadays if you think back to the history and what used to be undergarments and underwear before we have the established bras and pants right now has been noted throughout history to not exactly be the most comfortable and right now it seems we sort of like hacked it we have panties that are seamless we have like full covered panties you have boy shorts we have thongs like we kind of like have a nice array of undergarments in this era of human existence so why the pushback against bras um I mean, I need to get rid of my fillers. I saw that. I saw someone say, someone I know, say, "Oh, yo, if you have a podcast or uh, uh, you, you you present something, you should get rid of your fillers." And I felt personally attacked because, like, you see, I say like a lot on this podcast. I say um, and my posts aren't always the best, so this doesn't always feel professional, but. But then again, does it also mean that I can't 
have a conversation without my filler words pronoun balls. That says a lot, man. That says a lot. Anyway, back to the pushback against bras. The term free the nipple was a campaign um, by filmmaker Lina Esco created in 2012. That's over 10 years ago, quite free, free the nipple. Um, the campaign was sort of a highlight against how men can be topless and shirtless in public without it cons- basically like constituting a public nuisance. But for women with breasts or without, it becomes sexual and indecent, more like a spectacle. So this filmmaker, Lena Esco, basically made a documentary running around uh, naked and made uh, a reaction of their uh, documentary based on men's reaction to her running around naked. And that got her, I think, it didn't pick up traction until 2014 when like some celebrities like Miley Cyrus and like all of them made it like a hashtag free the nipple thing and then it now became a thing now free the nipple it's not just a sexual oh yeah um you're trying to post it that's trap it's now oh free the nipple because um one cancer survivors to kind of decentering male gaze and shit like that so i like that it's the campaign has sort of grown and evolved which is great and i really do understand the need to decenter the male gaze when it comes to breasts and female breasts but that does not equal like a burning or all like burning all bras or burn the bra movement like that's just two like two different two different spectrums there are so many ways this particular episode can veer off to because i really love talking about lingerie but one thing to note is that one of my sister's least favorite thing to do with me is lingerie or underwear shopping for my sister she's more of like an in and out girl she knows what she wants she goes into like the stores you like an idea she wants this she's getting this she needs to replace this this might be good i might have recommended this she's in and out but no alexandria i love to look at like almost everything i love to even though i i think i have a plan when i go into like get lingerie it's never it just you know it goes out the window completely i love to compare what i own to what i need what could be a passing fancy what i might never wear but i absolutely feel like i need i'm just like that when it comes to lingerie i i spoil myself a lot with lingerie and I also spend a lot of time because anytime I buy lingerie for myself, I tend to buy lingerie for my people. So I'm not just in a way shopping for me, I'm also shopping for my friends and what they could like and what I think could fit them and their sizes and shit like that. And their personal taste and preference as well because you could have a girlfriend that absolutely loves G-strings but you have one that will never wear it and will only wear boy shorts and I'm never going to buy like boring ass boy shorts. I take my time and buy like something cute and sexy and maybe you have a friend that is quite conservative and you have one that is playful so you buy i buy that friend more like cartoon characters um when it comes to lingerie and i buy my conservative friends more like really well cut 
you know panties full covered sort of shit but still fitting because man irregardless of your taste or your preferences your personal preferences in lingerie you can always find those pieces that make you feel like a million dollars like man having like the perfect lingerie is just i i love to buy lingerie i love it so much that i sort of veer into helping one lady find the bra because i can't i I sort of i won't say i can't help myself but it irks me maybe like when i'm in a store and i see a lady this irks me so i do it all the time if i'm in her and it's the same thing uh when i see a lady like picking up a, a bra or panties that i just don't think would work for her or and most women really don't know their correct bra sizes so they go in thinking it's one thing and then it could be the other and then or they think oh just because this is the size you go for a particular style when this style could really work for the kind of breast you have and then or you pick a style of bra that while looks good in theory would do horrible things for the shape of your breast because we all have different you know breast shapes and shit like that so um i sort of veer from helping one lady pick the right bra and before you know it i'm helping the vendor sell out to like her customers and it's now a whole thing so my sister hates like she hates she hates it she just hates it so she hates going lingerie shopping with me because it's always a thing she'll buy lingerie for me don't get me wrong but to go with me it's a commitment how it is so you know, the thing is people that know me and know of how i am with lingerie and even when i first started my uh my instagram page i was always reposting like lots of lingerie and pictures of me in lingerie i love them and people was like oh yeah alex you should maybe you should sell lingerie and it would be nice if you sell lingerie because that's it but Honestly, if I want to venture into the lingerie business, I'll definitely lean towards like custom shit. I I really I'll really like enjoy doing custom shit and then I really like maybe for like the sort of like dare I say charity work I wanna do for my brand. I wanna go to like secondary schools and teach young women how to properly get like bra sizes, how to properly size themselves, how to be comfortable in laundry for you, like for you as an individual, not just because you know it's covering your private parts or some shit like that. I also want to focus on like the materials some of the lingerie materials can be quite uncomfortable and they're just itchy and shit and like they run or they shrink or whatever like i would like to focus on like really quality materials also experiment with some kind of materials for some sort of like lingerie just things off the top of my head i would love to do if i want to go into lingerie business i also try to focus on some markets that um dare i say is has always seemed like an afterthought when it comes to like the lingerie conversation disabled and fat people because like girlies with big breasts just for example girlies with big breasts um hardly get bras that are really pretty they usually end up with bras that look like it's like an ad for you know nursing mom or some shit like that and just because they need serviceable bras it's kind of boring 
and you know people that are fat don't really get like really crazy amazing sexy options when it comes to lingerie and i would like to explore that just that'll be fine and then the disabled people as well because uh, it must be so frustrating for people who are losing or lacking motor functions for example or you know um to get some of like to wear some lingerie and do some fast things on some lingerie and it must just be annoying to and frustrating to use you might also not sit on some disabled bodies like some lingerie might not sit well under some disabled bodies the way it will sit on an able-bodied person and that's just not put into consideration don't you think they might actually need to wear something sexy sexy thing like i mean everybody deserves sexy lingerie so yeah lofty mission if you have a multi-million dollar investor, slide them my way. I'd be grateful. Let's begin Alex's lingerie empire. If not, just appreciate that lingerie is fascinating and sort of sexy to me. So, yeah. <laughs> there is that. Mm. It's actually 20 right now. I've been trying to script for like roughly four or five hours so script and record because i'm scripting and recording on monday man that's a huge flex can i just say that this time last year i really couldn't hack that because of my apartment and i am doing this with ease right now and you know what if i am cocky enough which i absolutely am i might actually just slide and upload this episode before uh christmas oh alex you've given yourself lofty deadlines let's see what i can do Anyway, mm. when it comes to lingerie, I have to say, one of the reasons I have this amazing appreciation for lingerie, why I am fascinated by it, is because of my mom, I have to admit. My mom definitely, I have this tea. Anyway, my mom fostered my love for lingerie because she believed that your underwear should make you feel powerful and classy. That's my mom. She just feels, yeah, what you wear outside is great, but you it always starts with having a powerful and classy underwear. Those were her words. I, 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 I can't even hear her voice in my head right now. Powerful and classy underwear. Now, every year. Victoria's Secret has this Christmas collection panties with um, white fur that's supposed to mimic Santa's beard, or um, colored panties with red trimmings. It's, it's. You have bodysuits like that feel like a Mrs. Claus is a whore. Um, a variation of shit like that, like really pretty stuff. And my mom would give us the option to like pick two items. Now I'm the first daughter. Ada vibes hi if you're the first daughter well done so i get to pick first and i'll spend like almost an hour just holding everybody up i just spend like an hour like i 
I want to go through every possibility. It could be this, it could be that, it could be this, it could be that. Until like everybody wasn't up and then had my baby sister pick first. And she, like I said, in and out girl. She just like this, this, out. And then I'll be the last person. I'll just, I'll take my time. I'll still take my time. I appreciate good lingerie. So that sort of, I have warm, fuzzy feelings when it comes to underwear. It's just, it's warm. So, I miss when, can I just say, like, I genuinely miss when the holidays didn't affect my bank balance at all. So, if you love your favorite sex positive goddess, send me money, please. Let me go Christmas shopping. Let me buy a Christmas gift. I'll be dropping my account details on my Instagram stories. Uh, until I'm done with my hashtag um, 12 days for Christmas which by the way I assumed would be sort of enjoyed but has been largely ignored so far by you guys so anyway thank you to the ones who are enjoying it I selected my favorite 12 episodes from my amazing podcast um, so that's that back to lingerie my favorite type of panties are like silk g-strings I love cotton thongs. I feel like every every woman really needs like gorgeous, comfortable, sexy cotton thongs. Like you could never go wrong with the cotton thong. Um, I love lacy boy shorts. Ever since I got ass, I didn't used to like them before. I never could stand them, but I got ass and then they sort of sit on my ass pretty. So I love lacy boy boy shorts. But man, for the longest of time. To be very honest, I really couldn't go for any style of panties that had cotton that, that that had cotton material in them, unless they were like a mix of cotton material and something else. But I really wasn't a fan of like cotton cotton material panties. To me, they weren't the prettiest back then. They reminded me of granny panties. But I used to have recurrent mad yeast infections. <laughs> the female anatomy. Where you get yeast infections because your vagina does not appreciate how frequently you cover it with non-breathable materials. I know better now, but heavens. This brings me to comfort and lingerie. Because I spoke earlier about um, if I wanted to get into the lingerie business, I want to uh, really focus on some sort of materials and play with some sort of materials. Because um, vaginas, man, tricky business. You can't use, you can't, man. You don't even know, like, maybe you could be, your vagina could be allergic to a particular kind of material and you won't know. And you also, like, the way, anyway, I'll start going into how, like, they make, like, really tiny, like, tiny slits when it comes to panties, like, as if everybody's coochie is, like, an underaged grown, an underaged girl like just so tiny like yo the pussy is fat it has a lot of things down there okay a lot of assortment and tools it needs space to breathe all the time stop fucking making little slits down there anyway first of all i find it unfair that ladies get so many before I go into comfort and underwear, I find it so unfair sometimes that ladies get so many, and I mean so many options when it comes to lingerie, but men just get boxes of briefs. I mean, I, I do understand they have more than that, but it 
basically really just feel like boxers and briefs just boxers and briefs although i feel that men deserve to have pretty underwear with some really interesting fun materials but then they have all of that extra tool like you want to give him lace briefs and maybe they get tangled in his balls i don't and then he needs to be fine again so he doesn't like squish the balls and huh. now i'm talking about balls just of course to me that i missed it back in when you <laughs> I find myself embarrassing very much. Um so notes to self Alexandria include pretty male underwear in your future lingerie line or oh, like I'm thinking about it now as a man would you wear leather boxers or briefs? I mean, man, <laughs> your balls would be sweating. But I'm just thinking, do you think you'd look badass wearing leather um, briefs? And I'm not talking like a BDSM sort of way. Do men Alex, don't deviate. Um, while I was thinking of comfort and laundry, because I wanted to talk about how um, bodysuits could do with using more comfortable underwear and longer lasting underwear, I then went online. When I said I, it had taken me like four to five hours to put together this episode, I went online to Google bodysuits, just the lacy ones, and somehow I spent like two hours. That's sort of a huge thing since I took so much time. Can <laughs> be very honest. I spent a, like I spent about an hour, if not two, just going through different sites that had really awesome, amazing lingerie, and I just I'm sad because you're close to me that I didn't buy any lingerie this year. And this year has been tough, man. I can't even front. Like this year has been difficult, and if this year hasn't been difficult for you just don't hesitate to be grateful just to don't hesitate to be grateful don't put out of your mind to be thankful because this year has been tough for a lot of people and this if this year has been tough for tough for you man like if this year has been tough for you i don't even have platitudes to give because i don't want to fucking receive platitudes i just I don't want them and I feel like they don't do anything so good luck that's basically all I can say I wanted to highlight how pretty lingerie doesn't always feel comfortable or doesn't always like appear to be comfortable prettiest lingerie isn't always comfortable why did it take me so long to string that sentence together but the mood is sort of like a so I'm going to pause. I really have so much to say when it comes to lingerie. So I am definitely going to make a part two of this. But not now. This is one of those episodes I want a part two for. But I want to see if I can get like an already established lingerie maker or someone who works in that business or that field of work. So we can talk about a little bit more. Because I don't just want it to come from my point of view. Lingerie is absolutely fascinating. Not just as... Uh, 
oh yeah what you wear and what you look good in the business aspect of lingerie is also absolutely fascinating that i'm interested by and i think would make a good podcast episode as well i would also love, love to talk to them about um garments of the past affecting the shape of lingerie today you know types of bras panties baby dolls bodysuits and their uses because you don't want to wear um uh a thong or you don't want to wear like a lacy boy shorts when you need to wear seamless thongs or some shit like that so you just sort of that could be also that's also a great episode filler um the fear of panty liners and bra straps like i used to really be scared of like oh i don't want to wear this outfit and my panty line is showing and if i'm working out oh i don't want my panty line to show and the fear of the panty line and how that would and the fear of the bra strap too because I don't know why that irks a lot of people and then one brass strap is out. I don't, I want to know, like, I want to talk about the fear of the panty line and the brass straps. I also want to talk about how comfort should play more of a huge role in our lingerie choices and sometimes it does, which is why we skip the prettier things and we're like, oh, this is going to be more comfortable and then for you know, you, all, you have like a whole drawer, chest full of too comfortable, non-sexy panties and then what constitutes as sexy and comfort table lingerie to you because g-strings and thongs are comfortable to me well someone else could not have that going up their ass crack so that could be cool too oh fabrics uncomfortable lingerie material the downfall of Victoria's secret and the upcoming lingerie market you know fancy and all their not just fancy but like other brands as well um not accommodating everybody type that that's a huge deal again and how lingerie affects my mood and my favorite lingerie so that would be really great as another episode that i want to do and i will do i just need to line up the perfect guest so enough body for part two if you have any lingerie recommendations please do not hesitate to let me know if um also like don't hesitate to put me on to like oh you where you get your lingerie i love a good plug plug me okay i i can also plug you if you're interested in asking so i, I got good lingerie plugs and shit like that um ooh, something i wanted to say i saw my spotify rap and ooh. thank you guys so much oh that, that was a lemon seed and i have slices of lemon in my tea I almost swallowed the lemon seed. Would it be cool if like a lemon tree grows out of you? Because that'll just definitely kill you, but that's like a good horror intro shot. Just like nasty, gnarly. Somebody accidentally swallowed the lemon seed and then bring the meat back to life and it's just bloody. I saw my Spotify rap and thank you so much for making me one of the top 30 podcasters on Spotify. I am so grateful. I'm thankful. I'm very, very happy. I'm also like, I'm, I'm that made me so like, I was like, oh, I didn't post a lot. I didn't, I didn't, I didn't put a lot of work in this year, podcast wise. But man, you guys really gave me the listen. So thank you so much. I'm really, 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 I'm really, really appreciative of that. I appreciate um, a good cotton thong from Max and Spencer, by the way, if you want to give me anything. As well as, um, you know, a lacy little 
g-string from secret treasures and i understand going commando is great but it's not my cup of tea there's just so many pretty panties to pick from so i'm not a commando babe i'm a naked babe but i'm not a commando babe so if you enjoyed this episode please just tweet about it post on social media let the world know that you listen to this gorgeous amazing beautiful sexy individual talking about amazing sexy things um just post uh, i enjoyed this lingerie episode on hashtag sex and sativa with alex post it anywhere whatever social media sites you use instagram facebook twitter reddit tumblr if that's your thing pinterest post about it let me know that you enjoyed it why did i sing and to the listeners that will never do that regardless of how many times i beg thank you so much you guys you guys have my heart because you make up like you steady you steady stay listening and i'm thankful because because of you guys my podcast is just i see it crawling and inching towards ten thousand listens and i'm like i'm giddy with excitement thank you so much i am so grateful i'm so thankful i know it's been tough but i'm grateful for this podcast i'm grateful for the fact that you listen i'm grateful for the fact that you take my advice i'm grateful for sex and sativa with alex and the it's just I'm, I'm thankful i'm so grateful so happy holidays everyone and have the most amazing orgasms <laughs>